Good evening, everybody, or afternoon. I always forget that. You got the sound on, guys? Can you hear me? Okay. Well, I'm loud enough. I don't know whether I'm <laughs> it's on or not. This is our singing emphasis service tonight. It'll be majority of Rick and myself, and Jason's got a few songs. So we'll, uh, we kind of just pretty much taking these in order that they were on the board with a little bit of deviation. So the first song tonight is number 68, Because He Lives. And I'll have to turn around to make sure I'm singing the right thing next. We'll do the first and last verses of all the songs. God's in his son, they call him Jesus, he came to switch over because I don't know what it is. It's number 745. Where could I go? 745. Again, first and last verse.
next song is number 618, Sweet Hour of Prayer. It's just close enough to the pitch. It just messed me up. I'm waiting. <laughs> Sweet hour of prayer. Since the love of God has shed Christ's blessings on my head, I am made. To our our hands. After this, Jim Haney will lead us in prayer.
Our Father, which art in heaven, we thank you, Father, that you have given us another day and beautiful day that we can assemble and worship you and be able to sing songs of praise unto thee. Father, we pray that you will listen and that we can make melody in our hearts to you and that they will all be acceptable unto thee. Father, at this time, we have so many who are sick and, and on our minds. And Father, we just pray for each and every one of them, especially for Jennifer, for Kristen and Marvin and Judy, for Margaret Wilgus, for Pam Leap, and for David as he's undergoing his test this week, and all those who are having procedures and things done. Just Father, just reach out and touch and bless them. And we know that you are the great physician, and we know that you can heal. And, Father, just help us to put our faith and our trust in you. We don't know what the future holds, but as we sang a while ago, we know, Father, that, that future is in your hands. And help us to put our faith and our trust in you. Father, at this time, we pray for the situation in the world and just the problems of Russia and Ukraine. And please, Father, just help peace to come about there that we will not get another major war and the things that's going to be affected there if it happens. Please, Father, just reach out and help us all and be with all of our allies, be with our military and just keep them safe. Father, we pray that you'll be with our law enforcement as they are out in this country and trying to keep peace and the violence and the things that are just taking place here in this country. Be with our leaders. Help them, Father, to realize the things that are happening and what they need to do to get things under control. Father, just help us to be strong and to do our part as Christians, to show our love each day for others and help us to be able to teach others about you and what you would have us to do. Father, forgive us of everything that we have said or done that's against your will. And when you are finished with us on this earth, give us at home in heaven with you. For we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, I'm trying to get this, uh, let's see, 778? Nope, 244. I can handle this one. The next one I can't remember the tune to, so we'll, maybe it will come to me right now. <clears throat> All right. 
Time is filled with swift transition. Not a word the new can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to His hand. To God's unchanging hand. song is number 881. 881. <clears throat> there is a bomb in Gilead. Sometimes I feel 
beautiful life. <clears throat> Each day I'll do a golden deed by helping those who are in need. My life on earth is but a span, and so I'll do best I can. Life's evening sun is sinking low. A few more days and I must go to meet the deeds that I have done. And there will be no setting sun. Going down life's weary road, I'll try to lift some traveler's load. I'll try to turn the night to day, make flowers bloom along the way. Life's evening sun. Sinking low, a few more days, and I must go. That I have done, where there will be no setting sun. Next song, number 300. 300. I will sing of my Redeemer. <clears throat> I will sing of my Redeemer and his wondrous love to me. On the cruel cross he suffered from the curse to set me free. Sing, oh, sing of my Redeemer. With his blood he purchased me. On the cross he sealed my pardon. Paid the debt and made me free. sing of my Redeemer and his heavenly love to me. He from death to life has brought me, Son of God, with him to be. Sing, oh, sing, blood he purchased me on the cross he sealed my part <clears throat> paid the debt and made me free number 782 <clears throat> 782 worthy art thou Worthy of praise is Christ our Redeemer. Worthy of glory, honor, and power. Worthy of all our soul's adoration. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Worthy of riches, blessings, and honor. Worthy of wisdom, glory, and power. Worthy of earth and heaven's thanksgiving. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. 
Lord, may we come before thee with singing. Fill with thy spirit, wisdom, and power. May we ascribe thee glory and honor. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Worthy of riches, blessings, and honor. Worthy of wisdom, glory. <clears throat> Worthy of earth and heaven's thanksgiving, worthy art thou, worthy art thou. And the next song is right across the page if you're using a book, 781, <clears throat> Wonderful Story of Love. Wonderful story of love, tell it to me again. Wonderful story of love, wake the immortal strain. Angels with rapture announce it, leopards with wonder receive it. Sinner, oh, won't you believe it? Wonderful story of love, wonderful. Wonderful story of love, Jesus provides a rest. <clears throat> Wonderful story of love, for all the pure and blessed. Rest in those mansions above us, with those who've gone on before. <clears throat> Rapturous chorus. Wonderful story of love, wonderful, 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 wonderful story of love. Our song of invitation will be number 500. Number 500, if you're using your book, you can mark it. And then the four... The invitation, we'll see number 780. <clears throat> when with the Savior we enter the glory, won't it be wonderful there? Ended the troubles and cares of the story land, won't it be wonderful there? Won't it be wonderful there, having no burdens to bear, joyously singing with heart bells all ringing, oh, won't it be wonderful there, there where the tempest will never be sweeping us, won't it be wonderful there, sure that forever the Lord will be won't it be wonderful there? Won't it be wonderful there? Having no burdens to bear. Joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Oh, won't it be wonderful there? Go ahead and grab your songbooks and turn to 500. I want you to see this song uh, before we're, we're led in it. It's about uh, 1735, I think, uh, when a young Robert Robinson lost his dad. His dad passed away. Robert Robinson's the guy that writes, Oh, thou fount of every blessing. From eight until his early adulthood, Robert led a life that was not in line with God's truth. It was a wild life. Even looking back on it uh, toward the end of his own life, uh, he saw that what he was doing was not right and uh, was not pleasing to God. And so uh, toward 
his college years, he, he went to a, uh, a church service in an effort to make fun of the people that were there. Uh, unfortunately for him, uh, one of the great revivalists, uh, George Whitfield, was preaching. And so uh, something happened and his heart turned and, and uh, Robert Robertson uh, had, had, uh, had an experience and started believing truth, started believing the Bible, uh, started worshiping God, became a preacher himself uh, and, and uh, a hymn writer. Toward the end of his life, he, he fell away again. And, and the words of this song, um, in them you see, I suppose, uh, his heart. I want you to walk through them with me real quick as, as we think through this, this song. He says, O thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy praise. A fount is the source of something. And so when he originally wrote this song, uh, he said, Come, thou fount, not O thou fount. He said, Come, thou fount. He's basically saying, Come, Lord Jesus. That's a, th a thought we find throughout Scripture. And so when he says, uh, Come, thou fount, or O thou fount of every blessing, uh, he's recognizing all those things come from from God's hands. And so he says, tune my heart to sing thy grace. You know, I don't know a lot about instruments, uh, but I know they have to be tuned to be in the right pitch, right? To, to sound right. And they, they need some work on them, right? And I think that's what he's trying to get across to us here is our, our hearts need some work. We need to put in the time. We need to put in the time with, with Bible study, with prayer, with solitude, with these spiritual disciplines that we're, we're, we're aware of. To tune our hearts to what, though? To, to, to acknowledge and to see God's grace. It's such a powerful thought there. Our hearts have to be almost constantly reminded of, of God's grace. And only then will we think and do the things that we should. And so then he says, Streams of mercy, never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Once we take note of God's grace, we see it. All around us, don't, don't we? You can see a waterfall and see God's power and majesty there. You can see a small child and see his power there as well. Uh, a thunderstorm. Everything just kind of shouts uh, his majesty and his power. But then we look internally and we see ourselves and, and how weak we are and how often we rebel against him and how often we choose ourselves over him. But yet, he still loves us and he still is, is for us and still wants us. Even though he knows that there are times when our hearts are far away from him. He still, he still longs for us. In Psalm 42, uh, verse 1, David says, like, like a deer pants after streams of water, so my soul longs after you. I, I, I think it would do no injustice to the text there to reverse that phrase and say that God longs for us like a deer longs after streams of water. It's apparently true because he sacrificed everything to have relationship with us. And so that thought ought to, in us, bring out the loudest songs of praise, shouldn't it? His kindness, his gentleness, his graciousness and grace and mercy toward us ought to so overwhelm us that we shout his praise. It's a really beautiful thought. And he says, teach me ever to adore thee, may I still thy goodness prove. We kind of have to be taught to adore him, don't we? It, it may not be something that necessarily comes naturally all the way up until the point that we begin to see him for who he is and what he's done. At that point, it's just kind of an overflow. Uh, once, once we see God for his power and his majesty and his might, his, his grace, once we know what he's done, the only reasonable thing to do at that point is to, to praise Him, to live a life of service for Him. In fact, that's what, Roman, that's what Paul says in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, right? He says, don't be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. What? Which is your reasonable service, right? It's the only logical thing to do at the point when we realize what God has done for us is to give our lives whole, wholly over to Him. At that point, we can prove His goodness. You ever thought about that, trying to prove God's goodness? I think each and every one of us are proof that God is good. If you've ever sinned, and that's everybody in the room, and you're still in a relationship with God, God's good. 
He's still for us. While the hope of endless glory fills my heart with joy and love, we are anticipating heaven and we don't have to look very far here in this place to see pain and to see grief, to see hurt, to long for a place where none of those things are true. And not only that, more than that, the sweetest part of heaven is not, that those, the, is not the removal of those things, but the presence of God. To get to be with Him, the one that we've been longing for, to be close to, to actually have that become a reality is one of the sweetest things of heaven. And that joy fills us all the way to the brim. It's overflowing in, in us. Second verse, he says, Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I've come. We don't, we don't talk like that anymore, do we? Uh, I don't know what's happened or why we, we stopped talking like that. It's probably too many words. But we don't, we don't speak like that. And so when, when we think, when we sing, Here I raise my Ebenezer, what are we talking about? Well, in 1 Samuel 7, verse 12, the uh, Israelites have had a battle with the Philistines and God has come through for them in fantastic and, and powerful ways. And so Samuel sets up this memorial stone and he calls it Ebenezer. Stone, Eben is stone and Ebenezer is help. It, it's a rock of help, a stone of help. And so he has helped Israel and they never want to forget it. And so here, when we sing, here I raise my Ebenezer, it's our way of, of holding up a memorial stone. This is, this is what he's done for me. I've come this far because of your help, Lord. I've, I've progressed this far in my, in my Christian walk. I've, I've matured to this point. I'm alive to this point because of, of your goodness. And I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. When we're singing that song, we're not talking about our house in Proctorville, are we? Our house in Huntington, right? Our house in Chesapeake. We're not, we're not headed to the house. We're going home. Where we really belong. The place that was designated for us. The place that He has made for us is heaven, right? And so we're hoping uh, that, that we can safely arrive there. That He'll give us the strength to be who we need to be while on this earth. So that He will welcome us to our true home in heaven. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, he to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. It's another reminder in this song, they're constant, but it's another reminder uh, of God's commitment to us. He went looking for us when we were lost. Remember, Jesus tells a story about that, doesn't he? In the parable of the 99 sheep, he leaves them and he goes and he finds the, the one. He cares about the one. And so that parable uh, is caught up here in, in, in these words, at least it is in my head, uh, and he even stood, Jesus did, between us and God and took God's wrath so we wouldn't have to. He interposed his precious blood. Oh, to grace how great a debtor daily I am constrained to be. I owe everything to God's grace. I'm in his debt forever because of it. I can never repay it and I wasn't worthy of it when he extended it, but nonetheless... He offered it, didn't he? Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Have you ever walked a dog on a leash? We've got a couple of dogs now. We've got, in fact, a puppy. And Kelly's trying to leash train him now. So we'll take him out in the yard. and He's got a little leash on. You know how far he can go? Exactly the length of that leash, right? That's what, that's what this thought's trying to get us to see here. We're bound to God. A fetter's a chain. Uh, again, we don't, we don't talk like this very much anymore, but a fetter is a chain, and so it, it's, he's saying we're, we're bound to God. It's a leash. And so how far can you go? You can go exactly the length of that leash, which isn't, which isn't very far. That's what his goodness has done for us, right? In, uh, in Romans 2, verse 4, uh, Paul says that, it's the kindness of God, His goodness, that leads us to repentance. Often, I think we think that it's His wrath, it's His severity, it's the judgment that leads us to repentance. But all those things may be true to some extent. It's His kindness. That's what Paul says in Romans 2.4. 
that leads us to repentance, that draws us to Him. And that goodness also binds us, doesn't it, to Him, like a chain. It's bound my, my wandering heart to Him. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. I think it's, it's, it's couched slightly differently here. Uh, never let me wander from thee. Never, let, never leave the God I love is how it's, it's phrased in our, in our hymnals today. Uh, but the thought is the same, of course. And again, Robinson realized um, that his own heart was contrary, I suppose. Um, because later on in life, he's going to leave the faith. Uh, he's going to denounce even the deity of Jesus, it, it appears. Uh, and so he saw something in his own heart that uh, he was trying to battle against. And while we may not all go to the lengths that he went to, we all have wandering hearts. We all have hearts that are caught up either in bitterness or apathy or somewhere in between. And we're fighting back and forth trying to get those, um, those, those tenets not to take hold of us. We don't want to leave the God we love as we're bound to him thanks to his goodness and his mercy and his grace and so he ends the song here's my heart oh take and seal it seal it for thy courts above have you ever worked in pottery you ever done like uh, ceramics or anything put the glaze on the ceramics i think hilda and i were talking about a ceramic pot uh, at young and heart last time uh and, and how she had done then you put the the glaze on the on the pot and you put it in the fire and, and you you uh you burn it you know what happens? It never leaves. The glaze will be on there forever. If the pot breaks, it doesn't matter. The glaze is going to be, it's going to be there. You're still going to be able to see it. And I think that's that's one of the things that he's that he's trying to get here across with with this idea of sealing it. Seal my heart. Put it in such a state that it never leaves you. Oh God. Though I'm prone to wander away, I'd like you, Lord, to take all my best intentions and focus my heart on them forever so that I can be in line with what you want. It's a really beautiful song, isn't it? It's all caught up in the truth of Scripture. It's all caught up in His grace and His mercy and His kindness. And when we sing this song in a little bit, think about His kindness and allow His kindness to lead you to repentance if that's your need tonight. He loves you and He's calling you, pleading with you to come home. If you have any need tonight, why don't you come as we stand and sing. Fount of every blessing, bring my heart to sing thy praise. Strings of mercy, never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me ever to adore thee, may I still thy goodness prove. 
Good evening, church family. A couple announcements before we are dismissed. Um, please check the foyer board. Uh, there's a lot of things going on at Rome that we need for you to sign up for. We, uh, we're needing Bible class teachers. Also, the men's retreat is up there for March 18th through the 19th uh, for Howe's Mill. If you're planning on going that, please sign up as soon as possible. Also, as a reminder, this Wednesday will be the last day. Uh, you can talk to the elders about the deacons. They have chosen Dickie Parker and Greg Sullivan. If you have any uh, concerns regarding um, them becoming deacons, please talk to them by Wednesday. Remember, continue to keep Marvin Jordan in your prayers. Uh, he's at home recovering. Also, remember Sue Powell in your prayers, where she will have sur eye surgery this Wednesday. Uh, Martha Boso, Ryan's wife, will have surgery on Tuesday. Remember her in your prayers. Jennifer Baker um, uh, has been diagnosed with breast cancer, so remember her and Casey and the rest of the family in your prayers at this time. Also, remember, continue to keep Kristen and James Ward and family in your prayers at this time as well, and also keep me in your prayers. Uh, that's all the announcements I have. If you had not had the opportunity to take the Lord's Supper, it has been prepared in the conference room. You may leave and do that now. We will sing one more song and be dismissed in prayer. I don't think you need the words for this song. We're going to sing one verse of 841, Sing and Be Happy. <clears throat> if the skies above you are gray, you are resolute. If your cares and mercies fail, join me please in a closing prayer dear heavenly father we're so very thankful for life and health in our bodies lord we ask you to please continue to help us to maintain good health thank you for this day to sing songs of praise to you and to each other father we appreciate very much the blessing that you give each of us to be able to sing not particularly overly talented but in, able to enjoy father the words of the songs and the commitment that we make through singing them father please continue with us now as we go through the week and we we keep searching your word and loving to read it and we pray you'd help us to remember to open your book this week while we are at home or someplace to look again in your word and to learn how you love us and appreciate us to appreciate to your kindness and your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for indeed for forgiveness through your son, and we pray you care for us as we go through the week ahead of us. And help us, Father, to keep from straying away from your truth and be able to resist the temptation to sin. Father, we continue to pray you and we ask you to, to continue to be with us. Now we, we approach you in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat>